Blog Talk Radio. My name is James Brandt, and I'm coming to you live from the Detroit, Michigan area. And I am excited. I am pumped up because I am going to be in the Tampa, Florida area this Saturday night at 7 p.m. I want to invite all of my partners, all of my friends in the Florida area, wherever you are. I, I know that there's someone who, who possibly is coming from the North Carolina area. Wherever you are in the United States, you are one or at the most two flights away from Tampa, Florida area. Come on down. I'm going to be uh, holding a revival experience meeting. It's going to be this Saturday, June 7th at 7 p.m. at the Tahitian Inn in the Tampa, Florida area. It is going to be powerful. I'm telling you, as, as I've been praying about this Tampa meeting, uh, I, I'm just feeling such a stirring, such a, uh, an anointing is going to be a re- released in that area. And upon the people that come to this meeting, the presence of God is going to be powerful. I want to encourage you, uh, bring the sick, bring the lame, bring the blind, uh, whoever needs healing. There's going to be a healing release. I'm believing God for miracles, signs, and wonders. A revelation is going to flow like never before. The Holy Spirit has given me a message for this Tampa meeting that is just, it's, it's going to, it's going to revolutionize your walk with the Lord. Uh, you're going to go higher in your spiritual walk with the Lord. So I want to invite you, come on out this Saturday night, June 7th at 7 p.m. It's going to be at the Tahitian Inn. Uh, also, the next week, June 14th, Saturday, June 14th, I'm going to be doing a revival experience in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Streams in the desert, baby. Come, those in the southwest area of the United States, come to Albuquerque, New Mexico, June 14th on Saturday night at 7 p.m. I'm going to be at the Courtyard Marriott uh, right by the Albuquerque Airport on Yale Boulevard. Um, Also, 
the next week, man, just three meetings right in a row. Uh, the next week, Saturday, June 21st, I'm back in the hometown area. I'm going to be in a Detroit, Michigan area doing a revival experience at the Concord Inn in Rochester Hills, Michigan. All of my partners and friends and family in the Detroit area, Michigan area, Ohio, come on up June 21st. Also, just recently added was July 19th. I'm going to be in the Houston, Texas area. It's going to be powerful. I'm going to be ministering at the uh, Park Inn, uh, Baymont Park Inn. That it's it's a conference center. It's a complex there, uh, in two hotels together, but one uh, conference center there with with different rooms i'm going to be there in houston texas i'm excited for that we got people coming from san antonio and in all different areas uh, possibly louisiana some of my friends in louisiana are going to come on down this is going to be powerful so this saturday tampa florida the next saturday june 14th albuquerque new mexico the next saturday june 21st i'm going to be in the hometown area uh detroit michigan area rochester hills Michigan, and then July 19th in Houston, Texas. Now, I want to let you know I am still working uh, with one with my a brother in the Joplin, Missouri area. We're we're still trying to pinpoint a good date. Um, the dates that we wanted to do it, the building uh, it was taken. So we are still working on a date for the Joplin, Missouri meetings. And, uh, and and then there's some other ones that are in the works also. I'm looking at different cities, and, of course, along with that, I, I want to be led by the Holy Spirit where to go. But I can tell you this, the meetings that are scheduled right now, they are going to be powerful. They, they are led. They're divine appointments for those regions in those cities for these meetings. So I want to encourage you, come. Some of you are wondering, what is a revival experience? A revival experience is just that. You're going to come and you're going to leave change. You're going to come with, with the fire of the Holy Ghost. Uh, there's going to be, you're, you're going to be stirred up like never before. Um, a prophetic anointing, a mighty prophetic anointing flows in these meetings. Uh, the gifts of the Spirit begin to flow. And most of all, the manifest presence of God is in that place. I'll tell you right now, his presence is everything. God, if your presence doesn't go, I don't want to go. Amen? I'm telling you right now, the presence of God is what changes lives. It changes the atmosphere. And so you are going to experience that. That's why the Holy Spirit had me call these meetings revival experience. These are going to be, it's, it's an encounter in the presence of God, experiencing the presence of God, not just reading about it, not just hearing other people's testimonies about it, but that's my heart. I want you to experience the presence of God and the power of God in your own life. And then you get filled, and then you're going to take that wherever you go to minister. And so, you know, at these meetings, I don't have an order of service. It's totally just led by the Holy Spirit. What I, I, I just sense what the flow of a meeting is when I'm in it, and I go with it, and results come forth. Amen? So I want to invite you, for more information about my meetings, speaking engagements, you can go to two websites that I have. Uh, the first one is jamesbrandt.org, and you can go to revivalpodcast.org. Now, both of those websites have a ton of information on them, of, of uh, sermons from the past, um, most of them when I pastored back on the west side of Michigan. Um, and then there's also archives on revivalpodcast.org of, of a lot of these uh, broadcasts that I do here, right here on Blog Talk Radio. So I want to encourage you, go there. I, I get emails every week of people saying how blessed they are and how the messages have really taken them higher spiritually and, and changed their lives. So I want to encourage you 
to go to those two websites, check it out, and I would love to meet you in person and help you grow in your walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I want to talk today a little bit about spiritual discernment. I'm telling you right now, discernment is so important for the Christian. Being led by the Holy Spirit is so important. Being led by the Holy Spirit many times is a matter of physical life and death. There are decisions that, that we all are going to encounter in our lives um, that are going to require us to have divine intervention, divine direction, and be led by the Holy Spirit. Come on, you've heard them before. You heard the testimonies before of, of individuals that were, were, you know, driving along and, and all of a sudden they heard, they heard on the inside, stop or turn left, turn right. And they did, and they avoided an accident or, or whatever, don't go to work today, or something happened that where they couldn't get to work. And, and it, come to find out, it was the Lord protecting them from something. I'm telling you right now, people, spiritual discernment is so important. Without discernment, the devil has an upper hand in your life. And that's what we want to avoid, because think about it. For the Christian, the authority and power that we have in Christ, there is absolutely no reason why the enemy should have any upper hand over us. The only way he can have an upper hand over the life of a Christian is if the Christian is ignorant or lacking knowledge of their benefits in Christ. And number two, of a Christian that is lacking spiritual discernment. So this is a very important topic, and I just want to talk a little bit about that and see where the Holy Ghost leads with it. Um, so first thing you need to know, when we talk about spiritual discernment, well, there's something that you really need to latch on to. Uh, this is like a cornerstone truth and fact, very clear, that you and I, we are first and foremost spirit beings. We, we are spirit beings. Your spirit man is what lives on forever, even after this shell. So we're a spirit being. We live in a physical body, and we possess a soul, mind, will, and emotions. So you need to understand, when we're talking about spiritual discernment, that discernment, that direction – that, that inward witness is going to come from your spirit man. Okay. Now, here's one of the problems. Many Christians are too focused on the natural realm, and they avoid the spirit realm. They, they avoid the spiritual aspect. But here's the thing. The Holy Spirit leads you and I as Christians through our spirit man. So if you're so focused on the natural realm, you are in, in only the natural mind, the fleshly mind. The enemy's going to get you every time. He, he's going to be able to pull uh, the rug out from underneath of you all the time. Okay, so we need to be understanding of the fact that we are a spirit being. You are. The real you is a spirit being. Like I said, that's the part of you that is going to live on and on forever. All right? So, if, if you missed that fact, if you missed that fact, this whole message is, is just, it's going to be foolishness to you. Okay? Um, so, <clears throat> when you became born again, the Holy Spirit came on the inside of your spirit man. Now, this is separate from the Holy Spirit baptism. The Holy Spirit baptism is a second experience after salvation where the Holy Spirit comes upon you for service. All right? And the Holy Spirit baptism has many, many benefits, and you need to receive the Holy Spirit baptism, by the way. All right? Um, it, it's, it's just not optional. If it's in the Word, God wants you to have it. Amen? But... 
listen to me. When you got born again, when you made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, the Holy Spirit came on the inside of your spirit, man. And he did some rearranging of the furniture on the inside of you. That is the born-again experience. You are filled with righteousness. You are filled with peace. You are filled with hope. Uh, That is the part of you where the Holy Spirit is going to speak to you. That is the part of you where the Holy Spirit is going to give you discernment. Now, discernment is so important. Oh, my gosh. In the world in which we live today, if you don't have or use or are in tune with spiritual discernment, you're going to walk right into the traps of the enemy. So your spirit, man, is that's the part of you, all right, that lives on and on. That's the part of you where you are going to be led by the Holy Spirit. Now let me tell you something here. Have you ever tried to move forward with a plan. You made a plan or someone wanted you to do something, and you just didn't feel peace on the inside. Your mind maybe said, yeah, yeah, go for it. There was a part of you. It's, it's, it's like a split part of you, so to speak, um, where part of you is like, yeah, I want to go forward with that. I want to do this. But deep down in your heart, in your spirit, man, I'm going to call, You did not feel a peace. There was something holding you back on the inside, something that's saying, uh, don't, 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 don't move forward with that. Not right now or not yet or no. But either way, deep down, you didn't feel a peace. Now, many people, that, that is the Holy Spirit speaking to you. That is the Holy Spirit trying to lead and guide you in your life. Now, how many testimonies have we heard? I've heard many of them, and I've had many of them in my own life. Where I've had that, where in my natural mind it felt good, it, it, felt, it, it seemed to be right, but I didn't have that peace, but I went forward with that plan anyways, and it became an absolute mess absolute mess why well the holy spirit knew something that you didn't know but he was trying to tell you what to do and what not to do people listen to me this is the part with spiritual discernment there also needs to be brokenness what do i mean by that brokenness meaning that you are going to respond to the holy spirit over your will Your will is going to submit to the will of the Holy Spirit. And with that is patience. Many times we want to jump into something right away, and the Holy Spirit, he's not necessarily saying no. He's just saying not yet. But we try to rush things. We try to push it along, and then it becomes a mess. So there's a lot of different factors in when you're talking about discernment. Um, Now, part of the spiritual discernment is this. You want spiritual discernment? Your prayer life needs to be increased. The line of communication between you and your Heavenly Father needs to be opened. The communication between you and the Holy Ghost needs to be open. Start talking to him. Start being aware of him. Start, here's the deal, you listen to this, start acknowledging him. Listen, life is so busy. I know life is busy. Trust me, I know. Unbelievably busy at times. But the Word of God says to acknowledge him. And he will direct our paths. So part of him giving us instructions and guidance, we need to first acknowledge him. Father God, give me wisdom. Father God, I need discernment and wisdom about this situation in my life. We must acknowledge him. Acknowledge him. He's with us. The Holy Spirit lives inside of you. 
acknowledge him. Don't ignore him. The, the opposite of acknowledging him is ignoring him. And how many times with life being so busy, how many days could we look back on, on our life and we say, wow, I, man, I went this many hours or days without even acknowledging the Holy Ghost at work, without even acknowledging him on the inside. You know, it, it, think about it. With a, in a marriage, a spouse, I mean, for there to be um, – I mean, for there to be a good marriage, there needs to be the, – the line of communication needs to be opened. There needs to be free communication going back and forth. Are you hearing me? And that's the beautiful thing about prayer. Prayer is not a monologue where it's one way. Prayer is a dialogue. Talk to your Heavenly Father. Ask Him questions and wait for Him to respond now, there's many different ways that he will respond. Sometimes you'll hear the, that still, small voice on the inside in your spirit. Sometimes uh, you will, you'll see it in the spirit. Like in the imagination realm, you might see a message in, the, in your like, ima- imagination realm. The, yes, the Holy Spirit uses the imagination realm. Now, many it's, – it's amazing because – Many Christians kind of just um, don't think much about the, the imagination realm. They, they think it's just for folly or, or just that the, the enemy. The enemy is the only one who uses the imagination realm because they're always thinking about, you know, um, well, that's where the enemy puts uh, bad pictures or thoughts in your mind. But listen to this. There's a battle for your mind. There's a battle for your imagination realm. And the Holy Spirit, listen to me, God created you. God created me. God created the imagination realm. And the reason that the enemy fights so hard to get that imagination realm, because he knows the power in the imagination realm. The enemy wants to fill your imagination with bad things, evil things. Are you hearing me? So so you, you won't focus on the things of God. You won't meditate on and fill your imagination with things concerning the kingdom of God. Why? Because Satan knows the power involved in the imagination realm. I mean, look at transcendental meditation and in all these uh, different occult things. Okay? I mean, th- these are spiritual laws, but the enemy has perverted them. And the occult uses them in a perversion, perverted kind of a way. But there is a righteous way to use your imagination. And I believe this. One of the most neglected things in the Christian life is the use of the imagination for the kingdom of God. I guarantee you, you start using your imagination for the kingdom of God and filling it with the kingdom of God and thoughts about the kingdom of God, pictures of the kingdom of God. I'm telling you right now, you will begin to see miracles happen in your life like never before. Now, what do I mean by this? Let me give you a little bit of an example of what I mean and and how to use it. When you're reading the word and you come across the promise, or you read an account in the Bible, uh, like the woman with the issue of blood and all that. Say if you – let's use this in connection to uh, healing, okay? You need a healing in your body. Why don't you, you read a promise in the Word, think upon that promise, and picture yourself in your imagination realm walking and living in that promise. See yourself healed in your imagination. Picture it. Imagine it. Dream with God. Are you hearing me, somebody? I'm telling you right now, there is a reason why there is a battle for your thought life as a Christian. There is a reason why there is a battle for the imagination realm in your life as a Christian. Oh, the Word of God has much to say about the thought life of a Christian. The enemy is trying to steal, kill, and destroy. And if the enemy can take hold of, or rather, if you submit your thought life to the enemy, 
He knows that he has won that battle. I'm telling you, the battle of the, against the enemy is fought first and foremost in the thought life of a Christian. Plain and simple. There is a battle for that piece of property on the inside of you, and that piece of property is your thought life and imagination realm. So you start reading the accounts in the Word. You start reading this, and uh, why don't you use your imagination realm to see yourself laying hands on the sick and watching them recover. You, I'm telling you right now, this will make you take off into the realm of the Spirit like never before. So, number one, open that line of communication and acknowledge your Heavenly Father. Acknowledge the moving and working of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you and in your life. Benny Hinn has an amazing book. When I first got one of the first books I read when I first got born again was Good Morning Holy Spirit, and then he has another book called The Anointing. Powerful, it, it totally just rocked my world. Because you got to understand, many people who were maybe raised in church, maybe they're raised in a church where um, you know they didn't know they're, they're, that healing, miracles, signs, wonders, they weren't taught that these things are still happening today. So you got to understand something. When I read those books by Benny Hinn, when I would watch Benny Hinn's uh, television show uh, of people being healed, I, I remember in, in um, junior high and high school, when I really, I went to church all my life, but I, for many years, I didn't live for God. I mean, I was just a, a pew sitter, and I, I didn't know anything. I really didn't, I didn't press into God at all. But I remember when I would come inside, I would flip, I would flip through the channels on the television, and I would come to Benny Hinn's This Is Your Day broadcast when I was younger. I would watch, and the anointing, I didn't know what at the time what the anointing was or the presence of God was. The anointing, the presence of God was so strong on those broadcasts. I would sit there, and I would tears would, would stream down my face. It was amazing. I'm telling you, the presence of God is the game changer. And the experiences I had after that, when, when I did truly surrender my life to the Lord and received the Holy Spirit baptism, it was just a supernatural experience. But, but God was preparing me, watching those shows, even when I wasn't serving him, having a taste of his presence. Oh, it's amazing. But back to the discernment. Discernment is so important. Another aspect. So receiving the Holy Spirit baptism will definitely help with your discernment. It's amazing. That's where the gifts of the Spirit. When you receive the Holy Spirit baptism, you are eligible for the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit mentioned in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Read them for yourself. And also, I've noticed this. My discernment becomes even sharper when I pray in tongues, listen to me, there is so many benefits to praying in tongues. And here's the thing. Many people say, well, I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel comfortable doing this. Let me tell you something. That's all selfishness. That's all selfishness because the Holy Spirit baptism is not for you primarily. It's for ministering to others the kingdom of God. So all of this talk about comfort zones and I just don't feel comfortable doing this, it's all selfishness. That's all it is because it's all about you, right? Wrong. It's all about advancing the kingdom of God. It's all about bringing others, bringing the unsaved to Jesus Christ, getting them born again, getting them filled with the Holy Spirit so they can turn around and bring others in to the kingdom to save others from an eternity in the pits of hell. Are you hearing me, somebody? Oh, there's so much work to be done. 
So praying in tongues is, is absolutely so important. The more I do it, the more discernment I have. So open, and, and that's all part of opening that line of communication with your Heavenly Father. That's all about acknowledging Him. Prayer and praying, and praying with your, your natural language, native language, praying in tongues, it's all about giving the Holy Spirit access into your life to use you to reach others. That's what it is. It's all about access, communication. And the more you do that, the more you communicate with him, the clearer you are going to hear his voice. And the more discernment that's going to come into your life. Oh, it's so powerful. I love the Holy Spirit. I love the Holy Spirit. You know, even... That your discernment will get so sharp many times that you can walk into a building, walk into a room, and you can sense maybe what what demonic spirits are are present in that building or in that room. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit wants to use you in such a mighty way, you can't even fathom it. In fact, those of you who want to be used in a mighty way, listen to this. God wants to use you more than you want to be used. I'm telling you that right now. And if we would take hold of that truth, how he wants to use you in such a mighty way, and he wants to use you more than you want to be used. Oh, man, that very truth alone will cause your faith to skyrocket. You see, because when you come from a place of begging God, or like you've got to convince God to use you, all right? I mean, think about it. There's no absolutely no faith in that. But if you look at prayer as a way of giving him access to do what he already wants to do, are you hearing me? Prayer, giving him access to do what he already wants to do. If you come from that aspect of it, your faith, your hope is skyrocketed. And that, by the way, keeps the discouragement out. Because think about it. If you come from a place of begging God, like, oh, like i got to convince God of this. i got to plead my case. i just got to convince him because he might not want to do it, so i got to convince him. No, that's the importance of staying in line with the Word of God. Because the Word of God is indeed the will of God. Are you hearing me, somebody? Oh, God is so good. God is amazing. Discernment is absolutely amazing. I know there's many times when I've been ministering at a revival experience or just preaching at at a church or whatever, or even in, in a small group prayer meeting. And all of a sudden, I'll, I'll just look at someone, and all of a sudden in the imagination realm, a certain word or a name of a, a demonic spirit or something will just flash in my imagination realm. Or I'll have a mental picture of something in the imagination realm. And, uh, and it's powerful. It's like the Holy Spirit has given me discernment. He's given me a word of knowledge about that situation. Now, a, listen to this. A word of knowledge. This all ties into discernment and how to flow with it. A word of knowledge is powerless unless it is acted upon, unless it is, number one, released, number two, acted upon. There's a reason why the Holy Spirit has given you discernment, why he's given you that word of knowledge, because there's a task that he wants you to perform. And you need to step on out and do what he's calling you to do. Oh, my. Boldness. 
We need Holy Ghost boldness like never before. But, but before boldness, if you want Holy Ghost boldness, you know what brings that? Is intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Intimacy with the Holy Spirit. You see, there's a place of intimacy with the Holy Spirit where you trust him and he trusts you. And he will share things with you because he can trust you with those things. And so that's why this line of communication needs to be opened up. Just start talking to him. Ask him questions. Ask him for more revelation, more illumination of his word. Ask him uh, daily for divine protection to encamp you with his holy angels. You know, that's a, a whole other topic is his holy angels, God's holy ministering spirits. They're sent forth to minister for the heirs of salvation. So many Christians in the body of Christ are they're paranoid to talk about angels because, oh, we can't worship angels. Well, we're not worshiping angels. What we are doing is we're learning about all the benefits, all the resources in the kingdom of God that are trying to work on our behalf to advance the kingdom of God and for us to live a victorious life on this earth. Are you hearing me, somebody? So, you know, just talking about angels, not worshiping them. All right? But I think this is we're we're going into a season in the body of Christ where we need to know about all the resources that are at, that are working for us. I'm telling you right now, do a study, do a study in the Word of God on angels. Read some awesome testimonies about how angels have intervened, how God has sent angels to intervene in individuals' lives. I'm telling you right now, the body of Christ, there is a remnant that is rising up in the body of Christ that wants more than just one or two services a week at a local building, local church building. We're talking about a lifestyle here. God has so much more for his people. We need to jump in. We need to jump in the river because God does have so much more. Don't just settle for standing at the shoreline. Listen to me. You need to jump into the river. God wants to use you in a mighty way. Amen? So I, I, I just really feel this stirring about this discernment, this topic of discernment. You know, the Word of God says that your spirit man can be stirred or provoked. In Acts 17, Acts chapter 17, 16 through 17, Paul's spirit man was provoked or stirred up within him when he seen a city that was given over to idols. Has you have you ever experienced that where you were watching something on TV or or you were you heard someone say something that was against the the word of God or or, or a cut down uh, toward Jesus Christ or whatever and, and you were just it provoked you it stirred your spirit like this isn't right and and, and like a boldness came upon you that's one way. That discernment will come. Your spirit, man, will be stirred up and provoked. It's a stirring that will cause you to stand up and stand for righteousness in the name of Jesus. Are you hearing me, somebody? He was so disturbed by the filth and idolatry 
that he began to witness. He was moved. He was stirred. He was provoked to move on God's behalf. Oh, friend, listen to me. That is definitely a work of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. How many of you know that we need to go with that feeling? Don't fight that feeling. Don't fight that feeling of uh, when that, that stirring where you feel provoked. Go with it. Go with it. it. I'm talking about in righteousness, be angry and sin not, of course, the word says. But I'm saying go for it. Because more than not, I've seen individuals when they were stirred and provoked and get up and, and, and say something. The individuals who they were speaking to, were, were they were just whacked with the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And, and that was an opportunity for the Holy Ghost to touch them. Are you hearing me, somebody? So you definitely need to do that. I'm telling you what. When, when the Holy Spirit prompts you to say something or prompts you to do something, there is a reason behind it. Everything that God does is with purpose. Don't ever forget that. Everything that God does has a purpose behind it. Think about it. There's one word. Maybe maybe someone you were feeling provoked or stirred and you stood or you went up and you witnessed to somebody. I've heard many testimonies when someone was in line at a grocery store and and they felt stirred and provoked to talk to an individual that was in front of them. And the person ended up giving their life to the Lord. They got saved. They got born again or filled with the Holy Spirit or both. I'm telling you, these things that the Holy Spirit will lead you to do or give you discernment on is for a reason. It's not just uh, – it's not a waste of time, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. So don't suppress that feeling. Go with it. That is one area of discernment that the Holy Spirit has given you. It's interesting. The Word of God says that your spirit, man, can be compelled. It can be compelled. The word compelled literally means to be impressed. You like, like you're being pressed upon. You're being impressed to do something or say something. And like I'm talking about, sometimes the Holy Spirit will press you into action to do something. Are you hearing me? It's when your spirit is pressed or the Holy Spirit is strongly urging you or impressing you to do something. Paul was pressed to witness for Christ. And you know the beautiful thing is? It's so awesome. Paul was pressed to do something. Look at the impact that he made on this earth for the Lord Jesus Christ. It didn't matter the persecution that he was going to put up with. Are you hearing me? He was willing. He was willing to take it all for the sake of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Friend, listen to me. That is ultimate unselfishness. There was no comfort zone for Paul. There was no comfort zone for the Apostle Paul. Are you hearing me, somebody? Not one. He was willing. He was willing to press through any, any situation that was uncomfortable. My goodness. God is so good. Amen. He has so much more for his people. So much more for his people discernment just say that word discernment discern what the holy ghost is doing see listen it's not just discerning what the enemy's doing 
Equally, it's discerning what the Holy Ghost is doing and jumping in the flow with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Can you discern what the Holy Spirit is doing? Leaders, can you discern how the Holy Spirit is moving in a service? Have you ever noticed in a service when the anointing was so powerful, so strong, <laughs> and, then, and then you did something and you felt like just a wet blanket just came on the whole service, and the presence of God just kind of just went right out? Why? What, what happened there? there were, you weren't discerning the flow of the Holy Spirit. It takes discernment to discern how the Holy Spirit wants to move. Leaders, three songs of praise and worship, you're starting to feel the anointing move. And then you just stop it and you go right into the Word and it feels like it's a, it's a wet blanket in there. Like what happened? Like the, the glory of God just went out of this building. Why? Because maybe you were supposed to press in more in praise and worship discern people discern what the holy spirit is doing and flow with him like never before amen well i'll be back in a moment I am back, and I am live from the Detroit, Michigan area. This is the Revival Now broadcast, and today I'm talking about discernment. Now, when many people think about discernment, many times they think about just discerning what the enemy is doing, but that's not the case. Discerning is not only discerning what the enemy is doing, but discerning what the Holy Spirit is doing. Discerning how God wants to move in your life, in someone else's life, and in a service. There's so many different aspects. But I want to get the point across of how important discernment is. Pay attention to your spirit, man, on the inside. If you have a lack of peace about something, that may be a not yet, or it may be a no. All right? When something feels right on the inside, the deep in your heart, I'm not talking about your fleshly mind where something tickles your flesh. Are you hearing me? But I'm talking about deep down on the inside. That's where you've got to pay attention because many times your fleshly mind is saying, yes, 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 I want to do this, I want to do that. But deep down, you, you, there's just something, it's, there's a saying, it's this, listen to this, if it's not quite, it's not right. <laughs> I love that saying, if it's not quite, it's not right. So we need to pay attention to our spirit man. 
it's interesting. The Word of God says that you're, you can be bound in your spirit by the Holy Spirit. Acts 20, verse 22 through 24 talks about that, about the Apostle Paul, where he felt bound in the spirit. Like, I've got to do this. I've got to go here. Paul had to go to a certain city. He, he said, he, I just know I have to go there. Uh, people were trying to talk him out of it. Oh, but Paul, you're going to have persecution. There's going to be, these things are going to befall you there. And he says, I, I, I don't care. I'm bound in the Spirit by the Holy Spirit to go here. I just know that I know that I know that I have a divine appointment, that I am supposed to be in that place at that time. I'm going. Paul was bound in the Spirit. Listen to me, people. Don't ever walk away from something to which God binds you. Stay the course. Don't quit. There's so many people who are, who are letting their calling on their life fall away to the wayside while they're trying to pursue something else, and they're miserable. Why? Because they walked away. From something that God was binding them to. And by the way, when you walk away from something that God is binding you to, it's going to be miserable. There's going to be consequences for that. We need to be obedient. Be obedient to the Holy Ghost like never before. Again, let's just wrap this up right here about comfort zones. Comfort zones are selfish. That's all they are. They're selfish. Everything in the Christian life is, un, is unselfish. So if there's, there's the comfort zone, that is not the will of God. You can try to spiritualize it. You can try to spin it, spiritualize it as much as you want. But truth be known, comfort zones are selfish. It's it's a manifestation of selfishness. Well, I just don't feel comfortable doing that. I don't want to. so listen to me. Everything in the Christian walk is unselfish. So any any part where selfishness pops up, you know that's a work of the flesh. It's just a work of the flesh. And the enemy loves that. Because listen to me, there is power in brokenness. What do I mean by that? I'm talking about the good brokenness. Brokenness where you're willing to let down your desires, your fleshly desires, and you're willing to follow after God's desires. Discernment. Discernment. Start asking God for more discernment in your life. Ask Him. Remember, prayer is is not just communicating with God. Prayer is giving access to God. And listen to me. God wants you to have discernment, okay? He wants you to. Ask him for it. Just know that you are asking for something that he wants you to have even more than you want to have it. I'm telling you, that, that just rocked my world. When, when I came to that revelation, that realization, that truth, that fact, that the things that I am seeking in the kingdom of God, God wants me to have them and walk in them more than I want them. And friends, it does much more than coming from, to God in a begging stature. Are you hearing me? Powerful, powerful truth. So pay attention on the inside. Pay attention to the imagination realm. I want you to do a study on the thought life. And and just look and see how many scriptures there are that talk about the importance of the thought life. It will rock your world. Renew your mind with the Word of God so you can know that good and perfect and acceptable will of God. We need to know the Word of God. So listen to me. For some reason, I feel like going back and camping out on this a minute. When you go through the Word, when you're reading the Word, 
and you see a promise there, just know this, that God wants you to walk in that promise more than you even desire to walk in it. And it's not a matter of talking him into it, because obviously he has promised that thing in his word to his people. And if you're a born-again Christian, which there is no other kind, to be a Christian, you must be born again. He wants you to walk in it. That promise belongs to you. Kick the devil out of your imagination realm. Kick the devil out of your thought life. And start coming to the throne of grace with boldness like never before. God wants you to come to him with boldness. Are you hearing me, somebody? Come on, I'm talking to someone right now. Stop, stop begging God and start taking what's yours and walking in it in victory like never before. Pray. For more discernment in your life. Pray. Open that line of communication with your Heavenly Father. Open that line of communication with the Holy Ghost like never before. Ask Him questions and wait on Him to speak to your heart and, and to reveal the answer to it. Ask Him a question and start reading the Word and watch an answer start to manifest in what you read and where you're led to read in the Word of God. Are you hearing me, somebody? God wants to minister to you in a mighty way. And when God ministers to you, the purpose of him ministering to you is for you to turn around and minister to others. When he fills you up, go out and pour it out. Come back to him, get filled up, go back out and pour it out in Jesus' name. Tampa, Florida, I'm going to be with you this Saturday night at 7 p.m. at the Tahitian Inn. It's going to be amazing. The Tahitian Inn, this Saturday, 7 p.m., it's a conference room that holds about uh, four, uh, 40 people is what they're saying. So get there. Get there early. Come expecting a mighty move of the Holy Spirit. God wants to minister you to you in a mighty way. I flow in a prophetic anointing. And I'm believing for, for the Holy Spirit to minister to every person. I don't want you to leave that conference Without you being prayed over, ministered to, in the name of Jesus. I am excited. I'm pumped up. I can't wait to get on the flight. I can't wait to get, on, get my feet on the ground in the Tampa area. Come on out, Tampa. It's going to be amazing. Next week, the next week after, June 14th, Albuquerque, New Mexico. I'm going to be at the Courtyard Marriott by the Albuquerque Airport. The next week, Detroit, Michigan, hometown revival experience. It's going to be powerful. It's going to be amazing. Always is. At uh, the Concord Inn in Rochester Hills, Michigan, come on out. I'm telling you, Houston, Texas, there is something that is going to break out in the Houston, Texas area, July 19th. I'm going to be at the Park Inn, Baymont Inn uh, Conference Center there near Houston Bush Airport. This is going to, I'm telling you right now, people, I just feel it. These meetings that are booked right now, Tampa, Albuquerque, Detroit, and Houston, this, these are divine appointments. I want you to get there. I want to meet you in person. I want to pray over you. I'm believing God for miracles. I'm telling you right now, those conference rooms, it's, it's going to be packed with an atmosphere of faith, an atmosphere with the manifest presence of God. The Holy Spirit has given me a powerful word that I'm going to release, and specifically for Tampa here, and I'm sure for the other ones. But Tampa, I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit is going to move in power. So come on out. It's going to be amazing. Lord, I pray you would bless every person listening to this broadcast right now, live or archived. Meet every need. I lose your healing anointing right now, Father God. Join me next Tuesday for another Revival Now broadcast. God bless.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.